Circle of Blue looks at a new report highlighting the critical impacts of an underappreciated threat to the world's water. The world's water challenges, messy as they are, can be neatly summarized. Too much, too little, too dirty. An eye-opening report by the World Bank argues that the too dirty part isn't getting enough attention and warns of the stealthy yet widespread scourge of water pollution. It calls contaminated water an invisible crisis that will worsen as the planet warms, and it argues that this trend is far more damaging to health, ecosystems, and economies than people realize. Richard Demania is the top economist in the World Bank's water program and the report's lead author. He and his team based their work on original research and a battery of existing studies and mined health, economic, and water pollution data sets. Dirty water is bad all around, he told Circle of Blue. It stunts children's growth, shortens lives, and shrinks the economy. Thousands of pollutants, from arsenic and fluoride to pharmaceuticals and industrial solvents, foul the world's waters. This report focused on the lowest common denominator pollutants, those that the United Nations has targeted in its efforts to reduce poverty, improve health, and revive ecosystems. Those common denominator pollutants are nitrogen and salinity. The report includes something called biological oxygen demand, which is a general indicator of pollution and is a measure of organic matter, including untreated sewage, in water. The report has four key findings. First, dirty water harms children. In India, long-term exposure to nitrates during childhood results in stunted growth and lower earnings when the children enter adulthood. In Bangladesh, high salinity levels in drinking water are responsible for 20% of infant deaths. And the bacteria in sewage continues to be a public health menace. Globally, three out of five diarrheal deaths of children under age five are linked to contaminated water. The Lancet Commission estimated in 2017 that 800,000 deaths a year are tied to water polluted by sewage. Second, Dirty water diminishes and taints food production. The report says that salty water is decimating harvests. Saline irrigation water reduces agricultural output globally each year by enough to feed 170 million people, according to the report. That is equivalent to a country the size of Bangladesh, Demania remarked. Water sources can increase in salinity for a number of reasons. Irrigation practices in dry areas, urban runoff, and the intrusion of seawater through geologic changes tied to overextraction of groundwater. The report says that over 80% of the world's wastewater is discharged untreated. That number rises to 95% in developing countries. In India, where groundwater is being depleted, untreated sewage and industrial waste are alternate sources of irrigation water. 
This introduces heavy metals and bacteria into the nation's food supply. In one study, researchers tested 22 vegetable varieties at a market in the Delhi region and found nickel and lead concentrations above recommended health standards. Third, dirty water poisons ecosystems. Algal blooms and low-oxygen dead zones are caused by excessive nutrients, and they now plague rivers, lakes, and oceans in nearly all corners of the globe. An analysis of satellite data that the World Bank commissioned looked at algal blooms worldwide between 2002 and 2012. It found 222 that were larger than the record-setting bloom in Lake Erie in 2011 that grabbed headlines and sharpened focus on nutrient pollution in the Great Lakes region. The chemicals that boost crop production and fuel algal blooms come at a high price to human health, the environment, and the broader economy. Though a precise comparison is difficult, the report suggests that the damage to health and ecosystems from excessive fertilizer use may outweigh the benefits of higher yields. The authors caution that fertilizer policies and subsidies require careful scrutiny. And fourth, dirty water impedes economies. The report found that increasing pollution within a river basin hinders productivity downstream. The research team attempted to measure the effect by combining water pollution measurements with economic data at the local level. In areas downstream of high river pollution, economic growth dropped by one-third when measured by biological oxygen demand. The pollution penalty is worse when considering middle-income countries, a diverse group that includes Nigeria and Pakistan, Jordan and Turkey. There, pollution cut downstream economic growth by half. Demania said that this data supports an argument to prevent pollution before it occurs. Keeping chemicals out of waterways is easier than removing them after the fact. Or as he put it, prevention is cheaper and better than the cure.